0: Best Conversations Podcast Episode Number Seven. That beautiful music you hear at the beginning is from my man Sean Finesse, man. Uh, one of the most talented producers in the game, um, definitely deserves his just due for you know the work he've been putting in for years. My man, my partner, grew up together. Uh, you can hear you can hear some of his best work right now in that new Big V project. But uh, what's up, man? Episode seven, Best Conversations Podcast. I am your host, Killer TV. Um, thanks for everybody that checked out the last episode, uh, the little six point five episode. That was a little episode I did in the stash that I, that I recorded on another platform, and I was like, I and I didn't have my laptop at the time, so I didn't really know what to do with it. But got my laptop back, so I just put it out. So I just called it six point five. But this episode is episode number seven, man. Um, and I'm really trying to build this platform up, man. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm not playing around. I'm not trying. I'm, I'm dropping an episode every week. Guests or no guests, I'm dropping an episode every week. Like, that's that's my... I want this podcast to to be where people come to catch that vibe, to hear these stories. If it's a story about my life, it's a story about... You know, other people, the other innovators and creators in hip hop. That's what I want this podcast to be, man. So, best conversations. That's what I want it to be. If you ever wonder what best conversation with where why I picked the word B E S S as best conversations, best is my middle name. So that's where the best comes from. I just threw it out there because I didn't even, People wonder like, what's that? And then you know, even even with. My photography, I'm switching it to best photography just because, you know, I've been running this whole killer thing for a long time. And I'm just trying to uh, just be more professional when, you know, doing business with, you know, people out there and not let the killer run them away. So, you know, I am killer TV, you know, that 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 is me that that won't change. But, um yeah, yeah so um I hope everybody's having a blessed week man this I'm recording this podcast on a Tuesday what day of the week this is uh man this is august 27th I'm report I'm recording this podcast in my man cave uh shout out to everybody that have played that 2k20 demo already uh very waste of my time uh I don't give a damn I don't need to make five players to Find out which play I win. I want the storyline, damn it! And so, they didn't give give me that. So, I've still been playing Madden. And a question for the people. At what point do you stop? At what age do you stop playing video games? Because me, uh, personally, I do not see the finish line. Nowhere near. I don't see the finish line nowhere. So, that's just my question. Like, at what age do you stop playing video games? Cause I'm still, I'm still dedicating like two hours a day to video games. Most days, maybe like a few days out the week. My wife probably don't want to hear that, but it is what it is, man. But yeah, so this is episode seven, no guest again. But I do got some, so I got some, do got some good guests in the tuck ready. I just um, with the guests, man. I just like to do them face to face with the. Um, when it's just me recording, I can you know pop the laptop in, get my uh. Snowball Mike and you know just do what I do. But I got some good guests coming up. I got uh, my man EB, EB Films, he's um, he does photography. I know I've known EB for a minute. He just uh, he just he just filmed that uh, new video for Wax and uh, T Shep. T Shep, I'm trying to get her on the podcast as well. T Shep is definitely. A major voice in the community, and especially in Greensboro, been putting in work a long time. So I got, I got EB confirmed. Just trying to figure out what time of day we're gonna get that done. I would like to do that podcast. You know, shout so to Press Play Studios. You know, I like to knock that out down there. And press Play. So I'm a, I got that in the tuck. I got T. Shep in the tuck. She says she's ready to go. Um, my man, um, Coop. Um, because I, I feel like I don't show enough. You know, I don't show enough love to my home team. My original, original home team, where I'm originally from, which is Lauren Wakeham, North Carolina, and, and my boy Coop, man. he, um, I'm going to get him on the podcast because he had this. So I'm going to talk to him and uh, let him talk about his story because, man, they really had a really strong buzz in the city. Um, very close to getting signed at one time. So uh, I have to talk to them. I have to talk to him. And he, it was a whole group they was running with, but I like to get them on the podcast as well. But today, episode seven, man, we're gonna talk about that. We, um, my favorite era in hip hop. So most people is thinks the nineties era is the best era hip hop. I I tend to agree for the most part, but me, my personal, not yours, my personal favorite episode. Excuse me, my favorite. Uh, personal era of hip hop, my personal favorite era of hip hop, excuse me, I mixed up my words. Is the Crunk era, man. Man, the Crunk era was my God. Like a like a crazy time of my life. Young. I ain't gonna say didn't give a F, but slightly didn't. You know what I mean? The, the times I would be in the floor just pushing and mashing and and just wilding. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just crazy. So It was it was it was a wild time. It was so 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 wild. But that was that was my time. So today we're definitely going to talk about my favorite era of hip hop, which is the crunk era hip hop and and uh, where it started, where it originated from, who is the creators of crunk music? I know the answer to that. It's Three Six Mafia. first Crunk song I've ever heard was "To the Club Up." Who, who run it? Weak ass bitch. You know what I mean? To me, that's that's the creators of the crunk era. Three Six Mafia. It was Lil John who coined the phrase "crunk," that um, definitely made it you know, more, you know, on the main screen, you know, then Dave Chappelle does the skit and then it really goes off the top. And then Lil John with the, you know, all, you know, all the catchphrases in it. So it just went crazy. Then he brings in cats like Lil scrappy, and trills ill and crime and crime mob comes Behind that, it's, it was just a crazy era in music for me, and I was young and I lived it, you know. Another era that I love, but you know, I can only watch it from afar. Was the New Jack Swing era, and I just wish like I was like a part of that era as well. So I, I kind of watched it from afar. But the Crunk era, I, I actually seen it, lived it, went to the club in it, you know, dressed in a ridiculous oversized T-shirts and really lived that era. And, you know, I'm glad to say I was able to live in that era because, you know, it was pretty darn cool. So, yes, so that's what we will be talking about today is the crunk era. Um, My favorite era of hip hop, where it started, my favorite moments of that era. So, man, fasten your seatbelt. Let's get into it. Another episode of Best Conversations Podcast. Hosted by your boy, me, Killer TV. Um, go back and listen to all the episodes. Um, we only getting started, man. I, like I said, I want this podcast to, to really be somewhere where you can catch that vibe and go down memory lane. And, and you know, you pop this in where, you know, whatever it is you're doing part of your day. Like, I want to be part of your week every week. Like, the same way most of these podcasts, part of your week every week, I want to be part of your week week. Every week on a certain day So I'm trying to figure out what day it is I'm going to drop every week But I promise you, I will come to you every week Guest or no guest Best Conversations Podcast, Episode 7 My favorite era, Crunk Era Let's go Man, have you ever just wanted to just mush a nigga in his face? Like, just, you know what I mean? Just get disrespectful and, you know, just, just do a nigga dirty. You know what I mean? That's what that crunk era used to do. You know what I mean? I, I didn't participate in none of that craziness. But, you know, I would jump in the middle of the crowd and and enjoy myself. And, you know, and, and act wild. And it was almost like a... Almost like black kids mosh pitting or something like that. You know, that's how it felt like to me. And it was just, it was me and my friends at the time. It was just such a crazy time in my life. Like I was just enjoying life on just another level. Like I've, like, man, I never enjoyed life so much. And you know, I mean, maybe because of my age, because I had no responsibilities and things of that nature. So it just seemed like life was just so amazing. And to me, music was just so energetic and the music was just so great, you know what I mean? The music was just so amazing to me. So that's why I love the crunk era. I don't know. That's just my favorite era of music, man. It's just always gonna be my favorite era of music. And um me and my friends just lived it man and it it was so fun. But let's get back, let's get into the history of the crunk era man. Like like I like I said earlier, like um Thesis Mafia Teta club up definitely was like the first version of crunk music but I don't think they ever coined the faith uh, faith phrase excuse me so you know like that was the first people really like you turn on like if you watch the Club up like that was the first time like you would see like people just going nuts and going crazy and um in a lot of places a lot of clubs a lot of spots um Banned that song, because once that song came on, it was it was out of here, like, the, the club was over pretty much, like, if you wanted to end the club for the night, just cut that on, and that was it, like, if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted that to be your night, and it just caused such a ruckus, you know what I mean, so, to me, in my opinion, I don't even, I think most people know that the crunk era, the originators of crunk music is 3-6 Mafia, um, but like I said, then it came to Atlanta and it just went to a whole nother level, like a whole nother level of just, you know, craziness. Um, you know, Lil John kind of gets the uh, majority of the credit for, because um, he coined the phrase crunk. And uh, he gets a lot of the uh, credit and uh, rightfully so, because he did it. To a whole nother level. And man I just remember. Quick story man. So. Me and my partners. um, We go to a spot. We was all in high school at the time. We go to a spot. And uh, it was. They used to have parties at this. Place called. um, Armory. I think it was called. So So basically it would just be a big ass basketball court. And they would have parties there. And um, and so you know it's high school era, so it's definitely rival beefs and their rival gangs. But this part of town, we wasn't really from this side of town. It was called Hope County, and um, they was already gang banging, like you know what I mean, like gang banging, like for real. Like from where we from, people didn't gang bang at the early in the early days. I couldn't remember people gang banging. They would just you know whatever hood you wrapped, you wrapped your hood or whatever. But at this point in Hope County um cats was gang banging, repping flags, throwing flags and the whole nine. And um this particular night we in the we, we in the we in the party enjoying ourselves having a great time and so um they play uh Lil' John uh what's, it's the one with with Patrick Troy. I'ma drop I'll drop the song after at the uh at the end of this segment. Um Throw it up, motherfucker, throw it up. Yeah, throw it up, little John. So, I'm looking like, oh, this shit's about to be bad. This shit's about to be really bad. So, I'm just like watching this shit from afar. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, I'm watching everybody in the middle of the damn gymnasium throwing it up. Like, you know what I mean? Throw it up, motherfucker, throw it up. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, like this is about to be crazy. If niggas had video phones and re- could record this, this shit would have been epic. So I'm just sitting there watching, just watching this shit, because I know this shit about to go bad any second. So some dude has the bright idea that he's gonna, um, so I'm guessing the guy was a crip. So he, so he, I don't know. I don't know if he was, I'm guessing if he was a Crip and he was burning the red flag trying to be disrespectful. Or he was a Blood, meaning it's something different into burning the red flag. I don't know what it was. But I just seen the guy hold up the red flag and start burning. And then, my God. That's when all hell broke loose. I've never seen so many niggas getting molly whopped and, and punched. And, and, oh my God. It was just, it was so terrible. And for this one guy, man. The dude looked like he could. we was at the bass. it was it was a gym where they was having a party at. So this one dude looked like he caught a charge. Like he got hit so hard. How you know how nigga like you know, catch a charge like, you know, if you charge a nigga offensive foul and he slide on the floor, like this nigga got hit so hard, like he slid. Like he slid on the floor. Like I was like, oh my god And then at that point I was looking at my partners, I was like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. It was like it was mayhem. And that's what the, crunk. I know it was such a dangerous time. We were so, and I was so young. I didn't give a, I didn't give a crap. You know what I mean? It was just crazy. It was, it was things like that. If you're in the wrong, if you're in the wrong spot, that the crunk era, this would, these were the things that would happen, but I loved it. And it definitely wouldn't stop me from going back the next week. Like, you know what I mean? So it was things like that, that would often happen in the crunk era and, and I loved it, you know what I mean? I would go back and enjoy myself, and that's what it was. And, you know, just, you know, my favorite era of music, the crunk era. You know, just young and don't give a crap. So, let's get it, man. Best Conversations Podcast, man. I'm your host, Killer TV. We back, we back, we back. Killer TV, man. Hey, man, in the comments, please leave me some of your favorite um, crunk songs of the era of the crunk era, uh, is crunk still is crunk dead? You know what I mean, or or are these kids still doing crunk but just in a different era, man. Leave it all in the comments, man. Um, and if you got Apple Music, man, um, go um, stream my playlist. Let's get crunk. Just look for Kevon McKinnon on an Apple Music playlist, and you can find that playlist. I'm about to update it too, because uh, I'm looking at. It, I'm like, man, I need to update this, and really take you through the whole crunk era i'm a, i'm a I'm a sequ- i'm a sequence the playlist you know for i feel like how the crunk era went down and so um yeah so if you're on apple music follow me on apple music man i got a lot of dope playlists on there man and they get a lot of a lot of random people add my playlist i don't know how these people find me but they add my playlist um one of the most requested playlists that that gets like download it all the time and i don't even know what it is about this playlist that people love it's uh back that ass up it's you know just a bunch of booty shaking songs that i put together which i had no thought of you know a lot of people's gonna download that playlist but people love it so follow me on apple music uh get get those get those uh playlists um and follow Best Conversations Podcast, you know, on um, Instagram and Twitter, man. Just type it in. But it's B-E-S-S. Best. My middle name. Best. Um, yeah. Follow that um, on uh, social media and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. So, we talking about my favorite era of music, the crunk era. Man, I love, love, love the crunk era. Uh, and through that whole journey, man, it was just... Me and my boys, man, (laughs) Londell and my partner, Derek, like we, we lived it. Like we were just right there and my boy Mike as well. And, um, a couple of other more people, but them, like the main people, I just remember just being right there with me through that whole, everything in that crunk era and just, you know, just being in the middle of the floor, just, you know, not, not giving a, not giving a crap, man. Um, I think probably the biggest song of the crunk era would have to be Nuck If You Buck. Like, uh... And that was almost towards, like, the end of the crunk era. Almost. A little bit. But, um... But Nuck If You Buck, man. I think Nuck If You Buck will be one of those songs that will last. Like, the same way the Frankie, Frankie and Beverly May song lasts forever. Like, you can play it every cookout. Like... Nug of you buck, man, it's going to last forever and ever and ever and ever. Like Last night I was talking to my daughter. She was just telling me how much he loved Missy Elliott because, you know, last night the VMAs was on. And uh, how much, you know, my, my daughter's so, so smart. And she was like, she said to me, she said, Dad, you know, she said, um, a lot of girls probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Missy Elliott. That's what I hear. I said, well, you're smart because you're right. Missy Elliott is definitely a whole legend. And a lot of people wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Missy Elliott. And, I, and, you know, it's a lot of people in an era of that crunk era that, you know, people probably forgot about or, you know, just failed to recognize that wouldn't be here. we making the music they making if it wasn't for the crunk era, like a Waka Flocka or MGK or somebody like that. That's, you know, you know, that that still kind of makes high intense music, um. And that doesn't really get to the dues. Um, another one of the huge songs of the era. I wish I could play some of this music, but you know, I, I'm I'm putting my music on um, a lot of platforms now with this podcast. You can find you can actually find it in more places. I think it's in the Google Play Store now. We still try to work and get it on Apple Music. You know how Apple Music is, so I can't really be dropping music like I like I like I want to because you know, they will definitely take this shit down. But, because I don't own none of those, I don't own none of those songs. But, um, um, another big one, like I said, was, uh, Throw It Up, um, which we were talking about earlier, the shit that happened with, you know, the fight off was t- telling you about. And, um, one of the weird things about the Crunker was, um, how Path of Troy was on this humongous song, Throw It Up, um. And they didn't shoot it. Th- and it's like a cult classic, but they didn't shoot a video for it. It wasn't a single. And I thought that was gonna be the moment where Path of Troy, because I'm a huge Path of Troy fan. Um I really thought that was gonna be the moment where Path of Troy career just goes like to a whole nother level. You know what I mean? It kind of felt like Lil John got bigger, but you know, Path of Troy didn't really get as big as he was. Probably supposed to be, in my personal opinion. But I love Pastor Troy, and I I still support Pastor. But, um, but so so that was kind of, you know, I mean, weird for me. And and, you know, I just always want to, I always want Pastor Troy, man, to get to just dudes because to me he was like the very first solo. Outcast was probably the first artist that put land on the map, but on a solo tip, Pastor Troy to me was the first artist on a solo tip that really put Atlanta like really really on the map. And you can tell how he was on. He was talking this shit a couple months back like like everybody from Atlanta that was um first project I was on. If it was if it was a TI or was it a Jeezy or was it Ludacris? Um, he was on everybody's first project, which is all big facts. Um another huge song in that era um came from this huge guy <laughs> uh literally bone crushing never scared and um it reintroduced us to an artist named TI um you know we don't really associate TI with the crunk era um but he was you know he was definitely part of one of the m- most humongous songs of that era which is never scared and it definitely gave him it definitely put a great light back on him because before that, you know, he dropped um, his first um, album, which, you know, you know, most people nowadays would say is a classic. But at the time, it didn't it didn't um, commercially do well. And so it definitely put T.I. back on the spotlight because a lot of people at that point kind of forgot about him. I I, I know I did. I, I wasn't even much even thinking about him at the time. But. So and then they introduced you to this guy named Bone Crusher, which was like, you know, like like who's this guy? Like, you know, like first time you hear never scared, it's like, like, nigga, like, you play that shit before football before a football game or whatever, like, you know what I mean? That shit really get niggas going, like, let niggas know, like, nigga, I ain't never scared, like, nigga ain't nothing we can't do. So, you know, um Never Scared was like, you know, one of the most humongous songs of that you know, early stages of crunk music and um which was just super crazy at the time. Super, 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 super wild. Like and it ha and, and even had the probably was crazy at the time, the most notable MC that people kinda knew a little more about at the time was Killer Mike, who absolutely smoked that bitch as well. And so um definitely never scared was like um, one of, one of, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, uh, crunk songs of the era. Um, so, so as, as we moving through this era, which I would probably say the crunk era, if I had to put a, a year, years on it, I would have to probably say, um, where it was like officially, officially, officially like super, super crunk era. Where well, I'm talking like Little John and Ying Yang Twins and everybody, like the whole South are just on this crazy run. I would probably say, like, oh, well, and the South is still, you know, holding things down in hip hop, but I would have to say, if I had to put, the, you know, a timeline on the Crunk era, I would probably say 02 to 06. 02 to 06. That's in my opinion 02 to 06 would be the would 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 be the crunk era you know um you know lil john did drop albums before 2002 um a couple of them um but that's what i would say was like really the crunk era to me and that was like prime time of of my life like it was prime time i was 02 i was 17 you know what I mean? I was like seventeen and just everything. And um, you know, some some of my favorite albums in the crunk era. Uh, it would have to be the Lil Jon albums, Crunk Juice and um and Kings of Crunk. My God, Kings of Crunk, man, we played the shit out of Crunk. Uh, Kings of Crunk, <laughs> like that was like that was it for me. Kings of Crunk, man, I, I mean, if if y'all disagree, man, you know, maybe y'all don't feel the way that y'all, I feel about the Crunk era, but it was just a super fun time for me, and, you know, just super energetic, just, just going nuts, I'm talking like leaving out the club, like, with your white tee, straight. Super sweaty, like that's the you know what I mean. The smaller the club was, like the more the fun it was, like you know what I mean. Because you know that's back then we would have fun, like for real, for real, like have fun. Nobody nobody was just sitting around some VIP section, just you know, you know taking pictures or you know whatever. We would be in that. We was in. We would be in that bitch, like really, like having fun, fun, like you know, and um, yeah. So kings of crunk. Um was definitely a crazy soundtrack. So as we move through this crunk era and um you know, everything that was going on at the time man man, it was just a fun time in my life. You know, I keep I keep saying that because, you know, life now is just so real, you know, it's just kids, bills, marriage, like it's just so real. It's such a still a beautiful time, but it's just when you live in um carefree you know it's just things just things are just different you know and i think a lot of people can contest to that so you know you live in carefree and no bills no responsibilities you know at the time it was just like you know finding a way to get through high school and then you know after that was just like you know navigating navigating a little bit through life you know even through the crunk era like even you know little john got so huge man and the the moment where the crunk era just went mainstream. Mainstream was um the Dave Chappelle thing, man, where everybody was screaming out, What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was like, man, like the like the Crunk era thing done went then crossed all the way over, you know, where Lil' John is like literally like a household name. Not just like somebody in hip hop, but he's like, you know white america you know talking about little john you know which was it was cool but it was kind of crazy at the same time you know because like sometimes when it when, when things cross over it kind of loses a little bit of the foundation and a little bit of the you know the things that we loved about it but you know even r&b you know like like songs like Nivea had that had like um the crunk shit and like people who tried to call Sierra the crunk and princess or something like that and um you know one of usher huge songs was yeah where you know little john and Ludacris and um so it the crunk era definitely it it definitely crossed over and you know r&b got into it got into it with it too so um and then one of the hugest songs, Summer 03, where it was probably at the peak to me, the 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 two peaks was Damn by the Young Bloods. Um and also Lil Scrappy. Um which one? The song sounded just such a light. The Lil Scrappy Dude. Headbuster, yeah, I think Lil Scrappy did headbuster and Trillville did never ever. Yeah, so those was like the peaks, like never ever. And Hairbuster was absolutely the peaks of the Crunk era. Then Damn took it to a whole nother level. That that whole summer was just crazy. Summer '03. That's that's a whole nother podcast. Summer 03. And um, and and then as but then as Little John's popularity became bigger, um, somehow it just kinda you know kinda of faded you know, the crunk era kinda of faded away a little bit. Um Lil John became a household name. Um uh people waited on that crunk ain't dead album f- for a long time. I think I think it eventually dropped. But look but people was waiting on the next Lil John album to come, but it never really came on a on a mainstream era. Um Lil Scrappy thing started dying down. Uh you know uh crime mob did his best to keep it alive but um eventually music turned to where it was got got back to where it's more lyrical and you know um folks like t.i and the south became you know more prevalent and you know so the crunk era kind of died down a little bit um because you know people always look at the faces of it you know cuz if if you if Lil John ain't doing it and Lil Scrappy and Trillville and you know crime mob you say oh Crunk is dead or you know it's like that but it just it just took different fate it just went into different directions like Walker Flocka did a great job of of you know I don't think he was screaming out Crunk like this is Crunk music but you know he did a great job of you know still keeping a lot of energy in it and I think Crunk music never died to just um the people the the people that was um was the faces of it, you know, fell back, you know, everybody every cuz music definitely always goes through um, lots of different phases and turns and whatever, but you know, music now is still still it's still a lot of energy in it and um but um yeah, so the, so the the crunk era kind of went away and you know, whatever whatever, but it's like I said, it's not dead. It just Music just go through phases, and you know, still a lot of energy in music. I would just say crunk music is just the origin of crunk music is just you know, it's always going to be Little John, Three Six Mafia, uh, Pastor Troy, um, you know, people like that. But it's but crunk music is just high energy music. That's 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 really that's really what it is, and it comes out of the South. You know, and I remember in another another weird thing about the crunk era the crunk era got so huge so huge and rap was in a very weird time where people was you know people wasn't selling the records they was they used to be selling where even these um quote unquote new not even quote unquote these new york legends was coming to Lil' John to get beats. Like I remember uh Mob Deep had this uh, Lil Little John song, which was which was pretty hype. but it was it was cool, it was like, you know, but then like then the Bravehearts did it, you know what I mean? Quick to back down. Bravehearts and Lil John, which was dope as hell. I didn't I didn't see no problem with it. And then Jadakiss, you know, everybody little Jadakiss would jump on them down south beats and smoke them shits. You know what I mean? Is so even even the New York Cats was get was getting in on the um, you know, the Crunk era and, uh, so, yeah, man. So yeah, this was just remember going down memory lane, man. I used to have some of the wildest, craziest times in the clubs and just, just enjoying myself to the, to the max, not giving a, a, a care about anything except, you know. Just, just enjoying myself with my partners and having a good time. I never actually got in a fight through through all the crunk shit and all the craziness. I never actually never got in a fight in the club. You know, and I don't think none of, any of my partners ever got in a fight in the club. I, I don't know how, cause we definitely used to be in the middle of of uh, the dance floor. You know, acting a fool here and there, but we never got in no fights, man. It was a couple, probably like one of one or two times where cats are kind of looking to kind of. Like, oh, yo, did you push me? But you know what I mean? Like, dog, we all in here, man. We all in here enjoying ourselves, man. Having a having a good time. But um, yeah, so this 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 brings this shit to a conclusion, man. Um Yeah, so hopefully i see you again. Same time, same place next week. Um Best Conversations Podcast is episode seven, man. I thank everybody for listening. I think everybody's going to like this era because, you know, crunk era, man, especially people around my age, around, you know, I'm 34. People around my age, from probably like 32 to 36, you know, would definitely love and appreciate this conversation, this podcast. Um, salute to everybody, man. Salute to uh, my partners, um, my home team. What up, Red? What up, Nix? What up, Rello? What up, Smith? Um, what up, cool. That's basically everybody in my group chat, but, uh, finesse, uh, salute to all them, man. Um, salute to everybody that listen, man. Go tell somebody, tell somebody about this podcast. Best conversation, like I said, man, I'm trying to be with you every week, same time, same place. Let's say Wednesday. I know my life is, I, I have a hard time sticking to everything. If it's diets. Or Whatever, I have a hard time sticking to it. But I'm gonna try to stick to Wednesday, and I, you know, I'll probably be on this no meat fast this month, but man, I it's I, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it, but anyway, best conversations podcast episode seven. Um, thank y'all for listening. Go, like I said, man, go to uh, go to uh, if you got Apple Music, go to Apple Music and just type in KVON McKinnon. Or you can type in or go on the playlist and type in Let's Get Crunk. You can find my playlist over there and find most of these songs that we talked about and enjoy it. And you can go back and live the crunk era like I did. Uh, See y'all next time, man. Peace, blessings, and love to everybody, man. I hope y'all have a blessed week. Much love, much respect to everybody that listen. God is the greatest. Peace and love. Best Conversations podcast. Peace. We out.